Right, the podcast where we look at movie movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week, we're talking about Tangled, the Disney movie you may not have watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been a popular one. Uh, popular request. It's been up for uh, audience choice like twice, and we were finally just like, we just need to do this. Like, it's been well, on yeah, the list. Once we've offered it up too many times, we're like, wow, the, we, we, you got to give the people what they want. We got to talk about Tangle. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's so funny that you're like, it's the Disney movie you maybe didn't watch because it felt like it was such a dress rehearsal for Frozen to me. Didn't yes. it? <laughs> oh, how did we both have the same? Yeah, I was like, this is just the not good. <laughs> I don't know. Is that bad? Um, did you like this movie? I think I thought it was fine. Here's the thing. Like it didn't blow me away in terms of like, um, Oh my God, what a revolutionary, uh, thing Disney has done. I would be like, yes, if I was a kid, I would enjoy watching this. It's a kind of fun retelling of the Rapunzel tale. I don't think they've done Rapunzel before. So, so good. That's probably my fault. Cause I'm always like, well, why hasn't this been catered to me? <laughs> it's for children, Rebecca. Relax. Okay, this maybe isn't your cup of tea, but other people like it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought there were some fun moments in it. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Big fan of Bad Horse. Okay, love the Bad Horse. Uh, I know. I, I love that the main, like, this guy's main opposition throughout the whole thing is a horse. Yes, so and so an funny. excellent horse detective. I would watch, if there was something called Horse Detective... I'd watch that all day. Like I would literally like sign me up. I don't know what it, I don't care. Horse now, detective is what I want. <laughs> is this in your mind like a Mr. Ed style show where it's a real horse and people are interacting with it like it's a detective? Or Whoa. is this like some sort of animated Disney-esque sort of thing where it's like an anthropomorphic horse who is a detective? Because to me, one of those is far more appealing than the other, and it might not be the one you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to go for option one. Yeah, I that's the one. I definitely just want people talking to a horse. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, no, you are right. They did leave a weird knife or whatever it is. Three I... stomps means check for DNA under his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous. I would want Netflix is making it right now. I'm positive. Yeah, absolutely. Netflix making a lot of stuff. <laughs> where you're Put like, this into an AI film generator, and this yeah. is what we came up with. Uh, <laughs> so tangled. Uh, so I guess, uh, how would you describe? What's the plot of this? If for the people who haven't seen it. Okay, so basically the plot of it is you have a woman that has discovered a flower that can keep you young forever. It can heal. It can keep you young. Um, She, being a person of nature in the woods, decides, let's leave it here. This is Mm. good. It can stay here. It can grow here. It can thrive here. Let's leave this here. I'm just going to show up. I'm not going to tell anybody about it, but I just show up every once in a while. This fixes me up, whatever. Um, then we have a... Yeah, all I have to do is sing to the flower, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, literally, yeah. I don't even have to touch this flower. I sing to this flower. I become younger. Society's standards are, of women are horrifying. Of course, yes. I, I understand this. Then we have the royal family of the area. Um, the wife falls ill. Um, of course. <laughs> um, we're in the times of castles. Okay, you're trying to push a human person out of you. Maybe you're not great. Okay, fair enough. Um, they decide that they're going to take this flower to heal this woman. The The daughter gets all the power. Well, our girl, she's got to she's gotta stay young. Our girl's got to stay young. She takes Rapunzel, puts her in a tower, leaves her there for 18 years, shows up, says, you know, I'm your mother, which <laughs> pretends to be your mother. A bit. Oh, Lord. Um... Uh, and yeah, and then Rapunzel decides, as, as any person would that's been trapped for much too long, if that's something that anybody in this audience could understand currently, um, all she wants to do is get out <laughs> to go see the lanterns. She escapes via this man that shows up, um, realizes that she is the daughter of the, she's the princess, 
lives a wonderful life and the uh, poor woman that just wanted to be young dies. <laughs> yeah, gets, I think, turned to dust and kicked out a turned window. Not necessarily in that order. I don't know. <laughs> they both kind of happened at the same time. Yeah, I feel like that does it. Yeah, we've got Flynn Rider in there, right? Uh, Mother Gothel, who is the, the, the strange witch. We got our little friend Chameleon, who I liked. The Chameleon was cool. Anything that is animals is good. <laughs> yeah, Disney's got that on lock for sure. They've got uh, that nailed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to get into our uh, who we think the villains of this movie are in a little bit. And I'm going to drop my crazy defense theory, uh, which I can't wait to get to. But uh, first, we just want to take a minute to thank the sponsor of today's episode virtual game night guys virtual game night it is so fun it is a like a pub trivia it is a professionally hosted trivia party that you can do over zoom it's super fun if you can click on a link you can play this uh, we've played it together, Rebecca yeah. and I. Yes. And every time I'm like, just not last. I'm so bad at <laughs> trivia. But it is still so fun, even if you're not like a huge, even if you're like me and you're like, my memory sucks. Um, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, you can just, it's like watching, we watched a Celine Dion video and then we had to recall parts of that, which was super silly. Um, stuff where it's like, you know, uh, like a sequencing game where it's like uh, missing links or um there's emojis there's like basically it's really really well-rounded to any individual can do well um i should lose every round of trivia and i did not so congratulations to me (laughs) um it's super fun it's really easy and it really feels like one of the most interactive things i've been able to participate in uh as of recent um it really does feel like a natural hangout with your friends really great for um if you're looking for a good company party um excellent for that can't say enough good things and you can customize it too right like rebecca's like i you know if you're bad at spelling let a let your host know and uh when you book and they're not going to be a spelling round right if you guys are spelling bee champs Put that in there, you know? So it, the game can be customized to whatever uh, you need it for whatever size group you have. Um, it's absolutely fun. Really livens up your night. And they've done things for things like Adobe, Google, like all these huge companies. So if you're looking for an office party or something like that, this is I can't recommend this enough. So guys, if you want to turn your next virtual gathering into a virtual game night, visit virtualgamenight.live slash villain and book your completely free one-to-one demo and consultation. And when you're ready to book, take 20% off the price of any given game night package with code VILLAIN20. That's VILLAIN20. So join over 6,000 other players who have livened up their Zoom calls by making the next virtual event a virtual game night at virtualgamenight.live slash villain and enter code VILLAIN20 to take 20% off the price of any game night package. Thank you so much for sponsoring us, uh, Virtual Game Night. And now, who's who's the villain? Who's the villain? Oh, well, like the the mom that's not a mom is a villain for sure. Yeah, Mother Gothel, I think, is what she is on the IMDb. I'm just going to call her mother. Yeah, mother. She has has this thing where, you, you know what I mean, where in movies where they're just like, um, it's almost like you've been completely brainwashed and you're like that that's mother, you know, like this, this, this manipulative kind of, I, I don't really know what's going on. Um, we definitely have some good side villains. I think, uh, we've got the two, I must, I have to assume they're brothers. Um, I don't know if we I ever got that are. plot point. The but... two thugs that are with, uh, Flynn or whatever at the beginning to steal the, yes. oh, we should have mentioned that Flynn steals like the crown and that's what he's kind of after. The oh whole time. yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Flynn steals the crown, which I would just want to say, okay, this is a weird opinion. Maybe anytime somebody steals something from royalty, I don't care. (laughs) Cool. Fine. Especially during this time period. I'm like, I don't think you got those on your own. (laughs) Like, I don't think you went down to the local shop and was like, hello, fine business person that has mined these diamonds. I would like to purchase those off of you, please. I don't think that happened. I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, I'm not a... 
I think I think what you're saying is the the kingdom probably doesn't have rubies in its border per se. Yeah. (laughs) This is perhaps something that has been raided or conquered or Yeah, uh, I don't I I think you took it. (laughs) And I think (laughs) if somebody else takes it, well boo hoo. I mean (laughs) that would only be true, Rebecca, if you consider uh all the history of monarchies ever. So, <laughs> so here's so that's my first defense. Okay, is I'm not saying it's the best. I'm not saying you should go out there and steal stuff or whatever. But I'm saying during this time, somebody stealing a crown, I'm pretty man. That's pretty low on the evil scale for me. Yeah, and I don't necessarily have a problem with him stealing from royalty. Uh, what I do have a problem with him is. Uh, He's the guy that we're supposed to be rooting for, and he does the dick uh, double cross thing, where oh, he goes, "Hand yes. me, the, <laughs> hand me the crown, and then I'll help you up," and then abandons these two brothers to be apprehended and probably killed. Buddy, Fuck you. I am- what, what a dirt move that was! I could not believe that I'm supposed to cheer for this guy later. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I am here mostly to defend those two brothers. <laughs> I know it's a weird take, but that's what I took out of this movie. I was like, you know what? Okay, the mo- mother, I agree with up to a point. Okay, right. and that we hit a, that point mm, probably a hot ten minutes into this movie. Okay, I think she I, I think she's got a good stance until we start imprisoning somebody for their entire lives. I get off board when we get to that point. You know what I mean? Uh, what she's doing is not chill. Okay, that is not nice. That's not good. There are other ways we could have dealt with this situation. The two brothers, I'm like, oh, man, you just got screwed all movie. <laughs> huge, huge. Because it starts off with, if stealing something from the royalty is something that we are supposed to eventually be okay with, right, then the yeah. only crime that these two guys have committed is the same crime that Flynn committed. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Equal justice for all. They get The only reason they get caught or screwed over is because Flynn screws them over. Absolutely. And, I mean, you could argue that they got greedy at a moment, but my argument for that is, is that I actually think that this mother woman, she seems like a master of manipulation. Okay, like, I don't think, I think these men kind of got on board because it's like, you don't really have a choice. Because it's almost like, it's never, like, shown that this woman has, like, magical powers or what have you. But the implication is, is that she's good at some stuff, for sure, and abnormally good. Okay, like, like, she takes out two men that are twice her size, no problem. Like, bang, bang. Okay, I'm not saying... She, she's she got something extra going on that's just, like, not... She's powerful, and I think that is also what I'm going to use for her defense. So... Ooh, I am right, going I'm to excited. defend... I'm going to defend... Uh, I'm going to defend her here. And here, here's a weird take. So I will, I will say right now that... Uh, is Should I be defending somebody who has abducted a child... And kept her captive for 18 years. Uh, no. Does it matter that she has treated her as her own daughter and taken care of her? Mm, I don't think that quite makes up for the kidnapping no. and lying. No, to your daughter, no, so. no, it doesn't. So I, I think that I think there there is some good points in there, but my main defense for her is what I am going to call uh the dog who ate your keys defense. Uh <laughs> so hear me out right right? hear me out just traveled 30 seconds into the future this is excellent yes (laughs) so hear me out right so she as you mentioned in our in our recap the flower is there all she has to do is sing sing Mm -hmm. for it right and it makes her young forever cures all disease then these rich fucks come around dig this shit up grind it up moment furious on this side yes right put it in a drink and feed it to her when all they had to do was get the queen to sing to this mm-hmm. flower. Like, come on, geez, what a waste. And then because of that, the magic is transferred into the hair of Rapunzel, right? Yeah. Okay. So now this, this old witch, she's in this position where she's like, I need my medicine. I need it. 
Uh, what do I do? It's the dog ate the keys. What do you do if a dog eats your keys? Well, that dog's coming home with me then until this sorts itself out. You know, am I going to, uh, cut open that dog or take it to a vet, uh, to have it sliced open in surgery so I can get what I need back? No, I'm going to take care of that dog until that good dog gives me back what is mine. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you're waiting for that dog to shit out the keys. Is <laughs> Here's where I'm going to, because like, I wrote down something where I was like, I feel like there's a better solution for this woman. Something that makes her less evil. Sure. It is, I think it's established that this isn't like an everyday thing that this woman needs to do. You know what I mean? Like this woman yep. doesn't need to show up to this flower every day. It's kind of like, she goes for a while, she gets too old, she comes back, gets another hit, we're onto the road again, right? In your anal- uh, in this like dog scenario, okay, <laughs> let's say the dog did eat your keys, okay, but you only needed to open the shed once a year. I would probably just take that dog once a year and be like, hey, I gotta open my shed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this woman clearly is very, like, she is very agile. She has ability, okay? She had literally no problem arriving and getting to this baby very quickly, okay? Undetected. I'm Okay, I'm not saying this is the, the best solution. It's creepy, but it's better, okay? Just show up and see this woman once, like, I don't know, once every quarter or i don't know how much you need to see this lady but you know what i mean i would just stroll through generally when these people are sleeping and get my fix i'm out the door again you didn't even know i was here is it super creepy to have somebody show up in your room like that but at least you like live your life yeah is it super creepy to show up in somebody's room at night to try and steal their youth from their magic hair yes uh, is but it also I would argue it's creepier to keep them in a tower for 18 right. years. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is it creepy to have a girl in your attic? Yeah. It's also creepy. That's, that's super weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the, 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 the second point I wanted to make about her was exactly what you're saying. So there's, there's obviously better solutions to this. Why not have oh, yeah. a conversation, right? Why not have a conversation? Because clearly she can't have this conversation. Clearly, whatever she is doing is looked down upon by this hoity-toity royalty who just comes and takes whatever they want, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's reasonable to assume that she's not on good terms with the royal family. Well, I can't imagine who would be. Right. I'm sorry. I Okay, every time we watch something like this, I'm always like, oh, because they're smiling and never speak, we assume they're good. Like these people, <laughs> oh, they have soft lighting, Look at these, look at this soft lighting smiles. They, they must be good. There is, you know, like, I, I don't know. They look like they're near a window. So this, this must mean they're good. The, it's, the dad doesn't say anything and he sheds a single tear. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You're still living in a castle. <laughs> okay. And another reason I want to bring up where these parents, uh, the, the, this royalty family is not necessarily that good and that has to do with the actual lanterns themselves so this plays a big role in the movie right where it's like every year on her birthday because she went missing they send these like lanterns up into the sky these right? mini forest fires waiting yes! to happen is that is that what you're referring to yes it's such a <laughs> and I can't. what yeah basically these parents are like so our daughter went missing 18 years ago yeah so every year to mark that we burn down most of the forest. In <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking of, dude? I was thinking like uh, to me and uh, I, I have went on this rant, I think one or two times on this podcast about how much I hate balloons. Okay. <laughs> but that's all I was thinking about. I was like, just, just launching balloon, just, you know, letting the birds die. What? <laughs> Fuck them. We can't see them. They're, they're peasant birds. I honestly, I, I just straight up refuse to, do, well, not refuse. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I thought hard about it, we could find one or two examples that we've already defended on this podcast. But I find it hard to defend anybody living in a castle that uses special things that they could have maybe like, 
I don't know, run some experiments on, been like, is there other sick people in our, in our area that also need help? But because it's my wife. Right. It's, right. It's because it's the queen. We have to, uh, you know, we're just going to rip the root, this thing right out of the ground. Okay. That somebody else was using perfectly fine. And this is a point that I really wanted to make because off the top, they really made it seem like this woman's like, look at this woman squirreling away this power. She's hiding it from everybody else that makes her bad. And I'm like, yeah, but she left it. Okay. She, I don't take it as squirreling it away. I take it as protection because the first other eyes that laid on it said, well, we got to rip this out. Okay. Clearly she was doing a much better job of handling this. Absolutely. She was a conservationist. She was like making sure that it was sustainable, that she could keep going back to it at a certain amount. And it's basically only the power and authority of the Royal family that allowed them to obtain it. Right. Yeah. It's it's not like it's not like there's a legend where like if you walked out into the woods you'd find this flower and it's like some some poor some poor per- townsman or townsperson uh, dying of dysentery, right? Because like they don't clean the water properly. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is I'm a rich royal family, so I'm going to send my guards out into the woods to scour it for for days and days on end until it's found. In which case, we'll rip it up and sell it. So. Absolutely. She is done fucking dirty there. Like she was in the right. They're using their power and privilege to get this fucking flower. Mm -hmm. And another point I want to make about her is we don't know what this witch was doing. And it's framed as sort of vanity that she would, oh, I want to be young forever. Right. But no, that might just be a side effect of I need to keep living because I'm the only reason this kingdom still exists. Oh. My magic is holding this back. Uh, no, well, my thing is, I'm, I, my mind didn't go that far. My mind just went to, I'm not going to fault any woman for feeling pressure to look good. For feeling pressure to look young. How many how many L'Oreal commercials has this woman t- tuned into? You know, like it's just hard out there for a woman. And I just have to. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just picturing her up in that tower, like medieval stuff all around them. Yeah. Right. And there's just a TV that's like. L'Oreal, now with omega-3s, uh, gets rid of crow's feet in 30 days. I'm just like, oh, God, that's so funny. Yeah, I, yeah, honestly, like, I just, I I get it. I'm like, oh, that's just, that's sad. Like, I'm sad for you. This is, a, this is an unfortunate byproduct of your world that you live yeah. in. Um, yeah, but I would say... As soon as you decide that you're just going to keep a person, well, uh, I'm not, you know, Uh, I'm just not on your side. Now, the brothers, okay. If I was doing a job with somebody and if the punishment for you double-crossing me is that I die... Ooh, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm real mad. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Because it's not like this guy's like playing with some light things. He could have at least attempted to help these men up, to help these men, like, you know, escape with him. Okay? They're also the only reason why he has this crown. Yep. He couldn't do it by himself, for sure. He was the one that alerted the guards. There's actually He's a really a good chance. Thief. He's a very bad thief. He's a very bad thief. Okay, um... Real good chance none of these people would have any problems if this guy just didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, if if, if you, the if guard didn't, if he the guard sneezes and you just don't say anything because I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't take like a, a laser. Like it wasn't like laser security that got this guy. It was the fact that he just has to show everyone that he's charming. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be the coolest guy in the room. And yeah, I that betrayal really threw me because like other than these guys kind of looking like toughs, mm-hmm. it's not like they were like you know, stabbing people or like do it. they were just doing a job same as Flynn was. And then I I think the point you brought up was that there was a point where they got a little greedy, and that's when um uh Mother Gothel 
offers the them the crown. <laughs> yeah. And says, you can just walk away and we're done with it. Or you can get revenge on Flynn. Get the crown and get revenge on Flynn. Which, yeah. I don't know. I'd oh, be no, kind of I don't mean that. That's not what I'm talking about as far as like greedy oh. goes. Okay. okay, because like them also wanting to get revenge. Well, yeah, because I almost died. Okay, like you almost killed me, right? So I could understand having a little, a little thorn in your butt over that for sure. But it's this idea of like, oh, this woman told us that this person is much more valuable than the crown, and we just step over this crown and it doesn't matter anymore. And I'm like, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. You know what that. I mean? That In that moment, I'm like, well, okay. Like, And I'm honestly, I'm just going to write that off to witch manipulation because clearly this woman is a master of it. And that's kind of where I veered off on this villain where I was like, oh, like, this one was actually written pretty well. As far as villain, mm. like, as far as dark tones go, there was a lot of, like, really chilling, manipulative, oh, like, gaslighty kind of stuff yeah. that I was like, oh, like, I don't, mm, that's not for me. As soon as it's like some sort of psychological manipulation, I'm like, all right, this is a straight up nightmare. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, there was, there was moments like that where I did write it off as she's saying like at the beginning of the movie, she's saying mean things to Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. And I think that's supposed to come across as like, Oh, look, she kind of like puts Rapunzel down or puts herself up. But at the same time, I was also like, but, but she is legitimately joking there. Like if a if a mother was like, oh, look at that confident young woman in the in the uh, mirror. And you're there, too. Right. Like, uh, depending on your sense of humor, that's a fun goof. Right. No, you disagree. OK. OK, here. I, I don't disagree with you, but this is not their relationship. Right. That isn't, if my mom said that to me, I'd be like, that's a goof. <laughs> this woman's <laughs> saying that, I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> but you also let me leave the house, mom. So, like, that's... Yeah, <laughs> like, there's a bit of a difference. Um, I think there's also something particularly twisted, I want to say, about about stating that, like, I'm your mother. You know what I mean? Like... There was another narrative that could have been pitched there where I'm not your direct blood. <laughs> but I'm the one that takes care I'm of the you. One that ta- I'm the one that I saved you. I take keeps care you of safe. you. I'm the one. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I mean, here's here. And this is the real sticking point because obviously at some point in this movie, it really does cross a line. So at the end of it, she has chained up Rapunzel and has stabbed Flynn. So like there's there's obviously a transition point here. But but I will point out like as much as she doesn't want Rapunzel to leave the uh leave the tower, it does seem like she cares at least a little bit about making Rapunzel happy. To the point where she says, "I'm going to go and walk for three, on a 3-day trip to get you the thing that you like for your birthday." Right? Um clearly Rapunzel is not in want of like modes of entertainment. She's got books, she's got pottery she's got all these things which again this is a before times movie oh buddy i was just who's, about to do- i was like no you can't say that to me i've been locked indoors for too long and i'm that's not bored. what happens when you get locked indoors you have zero hobbies zero it all yeah, goes out the oh. floor god god help us we should all be rapunzel's but we're not we're uh I don't know what we are. We're not in this movie, I guess, is the... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just like eight. I think it's also like 18 hit me hard, man. I was like, that's... Oh, I mean, no amount of time is good, but 18, I'm like, that's some... That's, that's a long sentence, man. That's like some extra shit. And I, I will say that, like, very obviously, there is some truth in what she's saying, in like this mother kind of idea of if you go out there, they'll destroy you. Yeah. Because that's all she knows because that's what they did with the flower. They're going to take it, destroy it. They're not going to use it properly. And your life might be on the line because that's what happened to the last thing that had this. And, and even going back to the fact that mother Gothel couldn't have a conversation with royalty about her being magic and using the magic and all the rest just goes to point out that maybe, this is not a kingdom that is very uh, open to people with supernatural abilities such as Rapunzel. Yes. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they might so, look so, at this person, be like, no face should have 33% eyes. What is wrong with you? <laughs> There's something happening. There's something up here. <laughs> I can't get over the eye ratio, man. There were moments in this movie. Cause they, I, I get like, it's always, you have to have bigger eyes because that's what we find like, like psychological. That's what we find cute. And like, it, it makes things more endearing immediately. Oh yeah. Oh, because, we love eyes. Because We're, big eyes remind us of babies because baby, because your eyes don't grow. Right. So babies look like they have huge eyes. It's like a, yeah. it's a thing. Okay. But at a moment <laughs> when you have two characters standing next to each other and it, it, it's it's so noticeable. I can't. I'm like we went the too far. Screen is thirty percent eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dialed we dialed it up too big. Okay, <laughs> it's they're a little less team, a little less for me. I will also say, just as a general thing of this movie, I think the biggest thing for me and why I didn't, why I would never reach out to rewatch this movie, is because in my opinion, none of those songs were bangers. Yeah, I kind of tuned out for most of the musical oh, numbers. Did not hit a banger once. I the entire movie, I was like, all I want to do is watch Hercules. Like, I just want to hear Zero here. Like, I just, <laughs> I want to hear something that slaps. Yep. At no point, and I think that's why. I don't think there was any huge problem with the plot line. Like, a lot of it was enjoyable. There was a lot of really good moments. But the music was lacking for me where I was like, it's mm -hmm. not doing what it should do. I don't feel emotional at all. Uh, you're right. And the the one the I have a dream song I found like legitimately annoying. I was just like, yes, <laughs> like you've got like Brad Garrett singing it. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> no, it just <laughs> who are it these guys that care? you just showed up and like they kind of show up later. But you're just like, I don't know. And again, going back to it, felt like a dry run, a dress rehearsal for uh, for uh, Frozen, right? Where they were mm -hmm. like, oh, because uh, it, it felt like they were trying to sit on the line of like, is this a pop song or is this like that traditional like Disney musical song? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think straddling that line, they were like, oh, this doesn't work. We're going to go full pop song for um, Frozen. Absolutely, this, this, man. This is just the thoughts I'm having as I'm having them. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything to back this up. Also, every time, <laughs> anytime I think about Rapunzel, I'm like, thank God it was hair. <laughs> I thought every time I'm like, man, this loses all of the romance. If that was toenails, like it's just oh. gone. It's out the door. Okay. You know what I mean? You make it, pretty much any other part of your body this does not have the same tail this Rapunzel, is very different Rapunzel let down your toenails yeah and it's just that like <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh, like, yeah. it's sparkly and yellow you gotta hold on to the sides of it like oh god it'd be like climbing up a slide yeah <laughs> and you would just have to listen to that nail on a chalkboard thing the whole way up just we'll get you there girl don't worry I'm coming oh god <laughs> I'm just saying it. The tone of this movie is very different if it's not hair. Yes. <laughs> Which is a ridiculous thought, but I can't get it out of my head every time I watch it. Because I always think I'm like, you know, that girl would be in like a book, right? Like she should be in a should be in a record book for sure. And then all I ever think about in record books is how hard it must be for some of those people to live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how do you do things? I, I see sometimes I see people with fingernails too long and i'm like i what do you how do you even open a pop like i can't no i i oh i as someone who has chronically short fingernails i think there might be something wrong with them uh <laughs> craig's weird body craig. uh, <laughs> it's uh yeah long fingernails kind of gross me out and if that's your thing that's fine uh but it's like they gross me i just don't know how you find like for real i'm like because i am I am not delicate. Let's say that. I'm sure that yeah. doesn't come to a surprise to anyone, to anyone, but like, I am not like a delicate, soft lady. So like those things, I'm like, oh, I, I would just rip my whole hand off with those things on. There's no way. Anytime I meet, do you ever meet, um, uh, I find them so, these types of people so interesting. You ever meet like a very like soft person? Do you know what I mean yeah. by that? Great, where it's just like everything they do Soft doesn't spoken, make a noise. Demure, yes, yes. Like literally, like they, they, they sneeze, like. <laughs> it, but it's it's also like that slow eat. Everything is like 
like they wouldn't bruise a peach, you know, like yeah. they're just everything's so soft. And I, I never realized those people existed until I got to university and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, How do you even function? Like I'm <laughs> I'm screaming 90 percent of my life. I mean, I'm I'm kind of that person a little bit. Not not mm. to the extent that you're saying, yeah. but like, uh, you know, I. Uh, I'll say this, I'm maybe softer than you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. I am not insulted was, by that, and I understand completely. Yeah. When when you said, like, oh, I could never have long fingernails, I was like, you're right. I, I can't see you having long fingernails. What I can picture you with, though, Rebecca, is claws. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dude, like if, yes. if you had, like, okay, some fucking like, bear claws on you, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, yeah, she, I don't want to fuck with Rebecca. <laughs> That seems about right. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that would be less weird than if I had painted fingernails. Be like, oh, well, Rebecca opted for the claws this week. All right, we're going to see what happens here. I mean, oh, Rebecca's in, a, Rebecca's in a claw mood. Uh, stay away from her this week. Oh, my God. That's so funny, dude. Yes, actually, though. But I, I subscribe to that idea 100%. So, speaking of body parts, though, I just the fact mm. that it is hair. Okay. Yeah. Let's just talk about the practicalities of this hair for a goddamn minute. Because mm-hmm. at a certain point, they almost drown in this movie. And I'm just like, how that much wet hair on your head? How does she move around? How does she do anything? Oh, I, you, you know what? That didn't even register for me. That, yes. Yeah, that's a really big deal. Because I got to tell you, like, um... I don't know if you have the same sensation as a guy because I don't think you've I don't think I've ever seen you with particularly long hair. No, you've you've seen me with the longest hair I've ever had. Okay, yeah. So like, yeah, you've never a had day particularly before long I hair, shave but. it in quarantine. <laughs> but there's always like this really big difference when you there's this feeling of lightness when you get your hair cut. You know what yes. I like? Really light, like I, I've got absolutely. And yeah, the more when you I shave get off, my the more head, you feel like, it, and you're like, yeah. "Oh my god, this one! I can't even imagine." I'm surprised she could even walk properly after she cut it. You know what I mean? Like, like wow, I'm all, I'm off balance. Like I don't. That must have been an insane sensation. She probably felt like she could fucking fly after getting her hair cut. Her head I would is at least believe for a minute. Forward and give her whiplash, like when that gets cut off, right? Just like you know, what I mean? like it's almost like going to space and just having different gravity. All of a sudden, you're like, oh my god, I can't even. Yeah. Function. Um, so speaking of how nerdy I was, I wondered how much this would uh, weigh. Uh, and oh, are I did, we having like a little Craig Science Corner right now? Because uh, I'm into we're it. Gonna tr- we're gonna try. I, I love it. I, I failed miserably at this. Ah, I like it. Anyway. But Let's I, I go. do want to describe <laughs> what I tried to do. So I was trying to figure out how long her hair was, mm. right? And there's one scene. So here's what I did. There's one scene where they're at the end where they're standing next to each other, Flynn and her, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a comparison between the differences of their heights. Okay, yeah. Okay. Then there is another scene when they're walking across the bridge into town where Flynn is in the background near the end of her hair mm-hmm. and she's in the foreground uh, close to the camera. So what I did is I took those two shots and I imposed one on the other, turned down the transparency in the one with them standing next to each other, increased the size of that until her heights matched, and then I measured the difference in height between... Uh, him in the foreground next to her at the proper height and him in the background and uh, found that it was about uh, 18, but I couldn't figure use that to figure out the distance. I needed one more thing. In any case, it's fucking long is my point. But just know that I tried to science That's this. So I, I will say, like, I'm really impressed by how much work that sounds like. But I will say I'm slightly disappointed that this story didn't end with you and a ruler up to your TV. Because that would have been my move. Oh, I, I took screenshots and recorded ah. them. Just like, oh my God. I, it's, it's not to get too technical, but it's perspective and you need the angle. And I had no way to find the angle. That's the, that's. So if anybody out there knows how to figure out how to, to find the length of Rapunzel's hair, and Kat was like, did you try Googling it? And I was like, I did not, because I feel like that's cheating. <laughs> it oh, might yeah. be on Google. I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I just, I, even the thought is amazing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think that my, my contribution was toenails. That was what I was... <laughs> 
<laughs> thinking about it the whole time. I was like, toenails, toenails, toenails. There's another villain that I would actually like to defend here. Sure. An odd one, um, which is the King's Guards. Because oh. they very much are an opposing force. Okay. Yes. They're very much trying to get it back. And I, I'm going to defend them with like two sentences. You know what? One sentence. Um, the death penalty exists. <laughs> yeah, I'd be following any orders I get at that moment. <laughs> truly uh, trying to find this guy. I, I can't see why that's a problem. Yeah, they're also basically trying to recover stolen goods. Yeah. Like, you know, we can agree morally about whether or not royalty should exist uh, and whether or not it's a crime to steal to, from them. But, like, the fact of the matter is, the society seems to be running pretty well. Go find those guys who stole those crown jewels, you know? Absolutely. I, I yeah, I full sympathy for those men. This is the only time. <laughs> <laughs> This does not extend to other movies, okay? Because I do uh, not like, I don't like the concept. Uh, I don't like. But yeah. I also think if you're going to argue for the horse as being pretty cool, the uh, horse is pretty much on the guard's side, right? Like oh, the horse, horse is the standard yeah. to the guards. Yeah. I sung bad horse in my head every time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I, I love the horse. I think it's great. I honestly, one of the most charming pieces of the movie, I would say for me. Um, I mean, I always felt bad for Rapunzel, but at no point did I really attach myself to that character at all. Yeah. I think there's some like good themes in there about mm. like breaking free and like becoming your own woman and breaking boundaries. And, you know, certainly with being 18, becoming an adult and like living your own life and realizing that, your parents aren't necessarily have all the answers. Like, I think there's some good things in there. I think they could have leaned a little heavily, more heavily on it to support her character. Yeah. I felt like there were moments where I was like, I'm kind of, I'm confused, but I'm not like, I'm, yeah. I, I don't know what direction you guys want me to think in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she kind of goes from like, depending on her mother, mother Gothel, uh, to being like, well, I'm just going to jump immediately to being companions with this guy. Literally the first human I've met. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> the guy so, that broke in. <laughs> yeah. Who I knocked out three times with a frying pan. He's got, I did find that a very funny gag that they just kept knocking him out with a frying pan, but he's got serious brain damage at this point. Oh you know? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You know what I find hard to believe that a, a, a that somebody would spend that much time in a tower and not shave their head once. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, the power you have because Oof. I would have a while ago yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? We're fighting on the daily right now. <laughs> I'm like, well, be easier to clean. Um, go. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really it see is. anybody. I, was, I also think now's the time. I. I have this theory that I have a very weird head. <laughs> like I, th I have a theory mm -hmm. that if I shaved my head, it would look very strange. There's some, if you like, if I feel bad, I'm like, there's some lumps and bumps where I'm like, I don't know how that would look. <laughs> it might be fine. Could be chill, but hard to say, right? It's yeah. Real hard to say. And sometimes yeah. when you've never cut your hair short, I don't know if any other women have this thing, but I'm like, Maybe I have a weird birthmark. Maybe there's something under there that I actually don't know is there. I don't. I can't look at the back of my head. Yeah, I don't no, know what's true. going on. Like we could check, but there might be a couple of weird things somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I, I will say the greatest part about having short hair. So as as you know, I don't normally have it as short as I have it now. But like I did the second COVID haircut, and uh, God bless you if you're a barber or hairstylist because you got skills that I will never be able to do. And I shaved it like right down, basically like buzzed it to down a number two. What you're seeing now, Rebecca, is like grown in over a few weeks. No, I dude, think I actually, remember. Do you remember me yeah. asking you if you were making soap in your bathtub? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, not a great look. I think I even had a listener uh, who'd be like, aren't you worried about being confused for a skinhead? And I was just like, uh, not really. That hadn't occurred to me. But also... That at this, never even entered my, my brain this, space. I'm sorry, but at my age, no one's thinking skinhead. They're being like, that poor man. Oh. <laughs> that poor bald man. <laughs> There's a Somebody's reason Somebody's just leaning into the reality currently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is... Uh, the best thing I like, though, is 
oh my god, this is great. You you step out of the shower and you can just run your hands through the buzz, <gasps> oh, and it just aerosols up away, and it's perfectly dry. Like it's it's fantastic. I love it. Every time can, I see a woman that has shaved her head, I always think it looks good. To be honest with you, every yeah, time I see it, I'm like, that honestly, like it's a you're looking good, move. man. But as we said on our Empire Records episode, which was ages ago, so I don't know how I remember this, if you show up at work to buzz your head, ask a couple questions. Oh, yeah, that's a different vibe. That's a, yeah, different, that's a different vibe, vibe. for sure. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a maybe. <laughs> how are things at home? You know what I mean? I apologize if I said this on the podcast before, but uh, I showed up to therapy with my newly shaved head, <laughs> and I could see her doing the like mental math of like, is this something we need to talk about or is this ah! quarantine related? Like, is this, is this done out of necessity or is this a, is this a crisis? Like, it was yeah. Very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good. No, I think, okay. I really like the villain in this. Like, I like mother. I did, like, yeah. I, I think she was I really think well. she, okay. I don't like her because I think she's right. I like her because I think she's a good villain. She has perfect tones of villainy. She's got that really nice sub dialogue going on where you're like, I know what you're saying, but I know what you really mean. And the music changed. So the tone is so different. And I think she does a really good job of that. I will say at the end when she just evaporates, I had a bad thought where I was like, oh man, I've seen a few people in the street that I thought that was going to happen to for sure. Like I was <laughs> like, you ever see somebody and you're like, man, you're like, you're, you're, they look like their whole, like the, their whole body is just going, it's, it's about yeah, like go. it's, it looks like you're going to explode into dust. Like you're, you're an amazing, incredible person for still being able to function, get out, <laughs> do things. But do you ever see people like that where you immediately see them and you're just concerned? <laughs> like, oh yes. Yes, of like, yeah. It's like that they are like, oh, who? I think somebody had a joke about that. Like, you're just worried. Like, I hope you don't fall in front of me. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I I know what you mean. Like, I, I'm walking down the street and I see Rebecca take a header. Ah, we're fine. Yeah. Probably funny. She's going to bounce back. I'm a little concerned for you, but it's fine. Yeah. But you see like an old, and you're like, oh my God, that could be. Like That's I'm, re- I'm immediately responsible for this. Like I need to step in because you're not okay. Like you're yeah. pro or you're probably not okay. Where's a boy scout when you need one? Uh, help somebody yeah. help this woman. Which honestly uh, has happened a lot to me because like, you know, we live in Canada, man. And whatever ice, they're man. doing for the sidewalks isn't, it, it, it's not perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're far from perfect. And you're going to see some people go down and you just got to help. Like you just got to get in there and um, probably fall yourself because yeah. it's a patch of black ice and yeah. you've hit it as well. Yeah, Nobody can good. withstand this. <laughs> You're, uh, yeah, not no, good. No, but I would agree. Uh, she's she's a really good villain. And and I think what is also so great about it is it's this, this mixture of love and cruelty. Mm. Like, it's like you see that she does things that are interpreted as caring and nice and protecting uh, somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but because it's mixed up in her own motivations for why she wants to do that, you can see it sort of turn evil, which is not something I see very often. That that combination of um, being very maternal and at the same time being like, by the way, this person's probably not the best for you, right? Definitely. Like they maybe they seem like they have your best interest in mind, and maybe they don't. Oh is, yeah, which I think is why it's so chilling yeah. i'm like because you can just apply this pretty much anywhere and it's so scary <laughs> yes oh yeah yeah I, you're I, trapped I, you're being told a reality that is not exactly a reality it's um oh man plus i i and maybe i was thinking about this while we were while i was watching it that i might have a different opinion not crazy different but slightly different opinion of how cruel it is to lock up somebody if I wasn't within my own house so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, nah, that's really bad, actually. Yeah, she's going to go crazy in about six months. <laughs> because there's like this little like dialogue of like, well, you know, she has books and she has paints and she has this and she has that. And it's like, you might look at that and be like, well, that's not prison. 
Well, uh, it is. It is. It is. It actually I, very, very, very much is. 100, 100%. Yeah, that is. Uh, I think everyone has a firsthand experience with that to a certain extent right now. And that, yeah, I mean, obviously your firsthand experience is going to change things, right? It's going to yeah, change. And I can still things. go to the grocery store. So, yeah. you know, like how bad 18 years. No, I can't. I can't defend. I can't defend that kind of sentencing. That's especially because. If it was the person that stole it, I would have a vastly different opinion. Mm. If it was somebody that straight up went in and was like, no, this is for me. I take this. And now this is kind of like the punishment for my actions. I think that's a different argument. This person did not make this decision. <laughs> she was not involved. Okay. Like, sure. She would probably not exist. Okay. You can make that. argument. It's like, yeah, this person wouldn't exist without that. But not her decision at all. It is nobody's decision to exist, okay? And they can't <laughs> be punished for that for their whole life. That's madness. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think the two brothers, I'm like, I get it. Um, you stole a crown. Fair enough. Um, somebody, your friend, that somebody you thought was your friend, then essentially left you to die, okay? Sentenced you <clears throat> to death. Um, and you wanted to get back at that person. Well, valid. Okay. I, I can valid. understand that line of logic. Um, yeah. Especially when the guy that did that to you is characterized as the good guy in the movie. <laughs> yeah. By the way, gets away with it totally and marries a princess. Fuck you. Yes. Fuck you. And, yeah. and we never see those guys get out of prison, right? They, they were probably oh, put yeah. to death for that. Right. Absolutely. For, for the same crime. And this guy, this guy marries his way up because he helps the fuck off. Fuck off with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, also one more point against uh, mother. She does stab a man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying there's a point at which she becomes indefensible. I'm just saying it's a very interesting point to make. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and again, dog ate my keys defense. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, I think that's all for uh, Rap or not Rapunzel. Tangled. I keep calling it Rapunzel because uh, that's what it's. What it is. Uh, and I think time to uh, give our definitive rankings of how good the villain is. Uh, so I've got, uh, in, in honor of uh, Mother Gothel here, I have the anti-aging scale. Okay, so she's obviously using uh, Rapunzel's hair to stop her yep. aging. Uh, so on a scale of drinking enough water, you know, good for your skin, uh, all the way up to blood transfusions from the young, which was a... Uh, uh, a little fad for rich people for a while there. Um, does absolutely nothing. Uh, I'm going to give Mother Gothel a, a, extra, a regular exercise and diet uh, because she's putting in the work and dealing with a lot of unpleasantness every day. Uh, but you, that's how you get those results, right? She's, she's putting in the work. She's taking care of Rapunzel every day. All right. I'm going to, yeah. I've got a... Um, <laughs> it's very personal, my scale this week. I've got a... Bad things that have happened to my hair <laughs> scale. <laughs> so um, from the uh, from the time that I accidentally permanently dyed my hair on Halloween um, to the bob cut I got in ninth grade after I watched Drive Me Crazy. Um, not a not a good look for me, <laughs> by the way, uh, not a home run. Um, I am going to, uh, give mother the time I accidentally lit my hair on fire at a party and scared some people so much that they left. <laughs> because apparently I was too chill with having my hair on fire. <laughs> I can picture you, Rebecca, being like, I mean, it was on fire. It's out now. It's out now. Relax. It's That's resolved. Literally it's what I said. My hair caught on fire. I took two fingers and I put, because I was drunk, so it was calm. I, I took two fingers and I put it out because it was just like the front ends of my hair. I just put it out. And there was a guy in the corner of the room that just looked at me and was like, was your hair just on fire? And I was like, yeah, man, but it's out now. Don't worry about it. And he was like, I gotta go. And he just stood up and <laughs> left the party. It was like, I, I can't be here anymore, man. This isn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a hard person. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca sitting there with bear claws and hair on fire being like, Sup. And some guy's just like, this is not the party I signed up for. <laughs> See you later. I mean, to be fair, if my hair continued to be on fire, it would definitely be a problem with me. 
But I had handled it very quickly, and I didn't understand why people were not calm. <laughs> the problem is over. Let's not dwell on it. Yeah, that. let's not dwell on it. Let's party. Um, yeah, so we're going to get to our heroes and villains of the week in a minute where we describe people who have inspired or disappointed us in our personal lives. But first... Whoa, a couple ways you can help out the old podcast here. Holy cow. So I don't know what I'm doing all of a sudden. Uh, I was what, like, what are was you doing voice? an accent? Trying to mix these up. <laughs> I'm channeling someone who isn't currently losing their mind, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, there's a couple ways you can help out the podcast. Uh, guys, If whatever service you're using, uh, hit hit subscribe. Uh, maybe leave us a quick one-sentence review. That really helps us move up in the rankings and whatnot. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can. We're super accessible. Uh, we're on Twitter. That's where we're probably most uh, active, at VWR Podcast. You can hit us up on Facebook. Villain was right on Facebook. And uh, as well, you can, if you have any audience uh, suggestions for episodes that we might do or uh, just want to just send us a quick compliment. Oh, that's Oh, oh why not, right? We, somebody we somebody wrote on the other day that was like, Rebecca's definitely been incepted. And I was like, this comment has affected me more than I would like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back into our inception episode for that. But yeah, you can absolutely get in touch with us. Uh, villain was right at uh, gmail.com as well. Yeah. Oh, and I should mention, we also do have a uh, merch store, which probably has some new merch coming out uh, this month. Uh, so check that out at VWR uh, store dot from superheroes.com and if you have also have a couple dollars you want to help out with the podcast yeah as always hit us up on patreon um this was one that this was an episode that was like hey i would have liked to have heard this earlier well then you should have got on patreon and voted for it because it got denied okay twice, <laughs> twice all right <laughs> so if you if you're feeling impatient and you want to have your voice heard, hit us up on Patreon. Um, we've got a couple of tiers. We've got one where you can vote every month. We kind of, we loosely get a theme together and say, hey, which one of these movies would you guys like to see? And generally speaking, you guys always pick the hardest one. And I respect the shit out of that. I really like that. <laughs> Keep it up, team. We love it. You want bonus episodes, hit us up. Um, and yeah, you know, if you can't, thanks for listening, team. You're still on board with us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Well, all the great comments, all the all the messages, always appreciated. Yeah, we do love you guys. It's great. all the raccoon memes. I'm into it. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> Best fans ever. Um, and now it's time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got for us, Craig? Yeah. So this week, I don't know why I thought of this. It's it's a very minor sort of thing, but I was just thinking about this time when I was going grocery shopping, right? So I have my cart with me or whatever, and there's this moment where this guy just sitting in one of the aisles and I think he's, what he's doing is handing out samples as happens. Right. Mm -hmm. And he comes up to me and he goes, hi, would you like a bag of free cookies? And I was like, uh, oh, I already, I, this has been yeah, pulled on me. I, I already know. know where you're going. I know. <laughs> I, I should have seen it. I don't, I'm ah. not an idiot. I, I should have foreseen it. I was like, yeah, absolutely. And like, he hands me this bag of like the store brand cookie. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's great that's wonderful and i was like i can't believe it and i'm like holy cow this is like not just a sleeve or a trial thing this is a full bag of cookies and he goes great so then i just need your info to sign up for this credit card <laughs> and i was just like oh like my hope my hopes i i must have done this like i must have shrunk down in the moment and been like oh I'm not going to do that for a credit card. And I just sadly handed back a bag of cookies to a man. And uh, that's my villain for the week. Just, <laughs> just having to, <laughs> to very sadly and desperately hand back a free bag of cookies. Rebecca, I'm an adult. Yeah. I could afford to buy the cookies for myself. But there's something about giving back a bag of cookies to a, another man where you're just like. Well, yeah, but it's, it's also because it's happiness away. It's a, well, it's a tactic, I think, was what bothered me in the moment when it happened to me, because it's like actually like a sales thing that people do where it's like, if you already have it in your hand, you already feel like it's yours. So then in a way, you've already kind of like 25% locked into the situation anyway. Yeah. The act of giving it back and making you feel bad is to try and get you to sign up for the credit card. Oh, of course. Yeah. And <laughs> Which is like, just oh. like. 
I think that's what slammed me in the moment. I was like, oh, I've been had. It's like, <laughs> damn it. Like, I can't believe I have to give up these cookies, which I could easily afford myself. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that right. I hate when they, there used to be a couple of, um, a couple of people that would do that with bags of makeup where I worked, they would come in and they would say, we have a special promotion for your like employees or whatever. And they would already hand you the bag and you would ha- be holding it and they would give you the, like this huge like explanation and you'd be like, okay, well this must be like part of the part, like this is you're giving this to me. It's in a gift bag and you've already handed it to me. And then that's when they hit you with the, it's only $200 and you're like, Oh, uh, get out, <laughs> leave now, please. Um, anyway, so I've got a weird one this week. <laughs> I've got a, I had a real weird one. And I don't, I can't even remember how this came up this week. I was talking to a friend and we were just kind of talking about like weird moments that you've forgotten something important. And I have this problem where sometimes like if you've ever worked customer service or you've ever worked at a retail job or serving or anything like that, I think you'll know the feeling that I'm talking about when you see somebody and you know that you've had an interaction with them but you can't remember what that interaction is, but you remember how you felt about it. Yeah. So I have this regularly with people because in comedy, you meet so many people all the time. So sometimes I'll meet a comedian. I'll forget something bad will happen with them. I will forget about that instance. I will be halfway through a conversation with them. And then halfway through, I'll realize, Oh wait, you did that really crazy thing the last time I saw you. I shouldn't be speaking with you right now. This is wild, right? So I remembered one uh, from a while ago and I had been, I had been booked in this competition and I went with one of my friends and we were doing, I was doing this comedy competition and there was this guy on the show and she was like, Oh my God, like that guy's so hot since you're on the show. Do you think you could try and like, convince this guy to come out with us. And I was like, yeah, okay. But I couldn't place where I had met this guy before. And I was like, I have a feeling, I have a weird feeling about this person, but whatever. I just kind of shove it down. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, I can't remember whatever. Right. So we're talking afterwards and I'm like talking to him and being like, Oh, like, would you like to come out with a drink, you know, come out for a drink with us, whatever. Da 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 da. And as he's talking, I realize I have this moment, this epiphany. I'm like, wait a minute. You bit me. (laughs) And you've heard me correctly. (laughs) I did forget a man bit me. I did forget that. And I forgot what that man looked like until that moment. And I got to tell you, really weird to be in the middle of a conversation with a person and realizing you bit me. The context of the bite, I, of course, have to explain that. (laughs) You absolutely. Okay, so so basically what happened was this was like two years prior to this. Okay, I had been out at a show. I had never met this person before, and he was very drunk. He was very, very drunk, and he kept hitting on me, 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 and I kept putting him off and kept putting him off because I was like... And he would also do that thing where, you know, like he would insult you and whatever. And I just don't like, I don't have time for that. Anyway, he was super drunk, just making an ass of himself. And finally, like the last thing he says to me is like, no, you know, like we've been joking around all night. We've been joking around. Of course we're joking around. Whatever. Let me take you to sushi. I'm going to, I'm taking you to sushi Monday. I'm taking you to sushi Monday. And I said, no, you're not taking me to sushi Monday. I'm not going to go out with you. And his response was to bite my shoulder, <laughs> my back, like the sho- like right on my back. He bit me and he bit me so hard <laughs> that the mark was there for a week. And I forgot. <laughs> I literally forgot. Can you imagine how much crazy shit in your life has to happen that you forgot another adult person bit you? <laughs> Very odd. Anyway, he's my villain of the week. Tweet me your stories about other adults biting you if you have them. Um, Maybe you've also forgotten like I have. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... 
Uh, that's one for the ages for sure. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm gonna I'm not gonna forget that story. That's for sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, but guys, uh, that's it for us uh, this week on the podcast. Rebecca, where can people uh, get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me at Rebecca Reads R E B E C C A R E E D S on Twitter or Instagram and Facebook. If you want to look at a page of nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can uh, get me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on uh, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, check that out. And uh, yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh, tune in next week when we are covering uh, Meet the Parents, everybody. Meet the Parents, that old chestnut. And uh, until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to hide your drugs from the government. <laughs> <laughs>